Welcome, Pierce, to the Joyride podcast. I'm so excited that you were open to being on this. Pierce and I go back. We kind of have an interesting relationship, let's be honest. Like, were we even really friends in high school? I don't really think so. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you would call us in high school, but we had like class together and uh, yeah, something of that sort. Something of that sort, for sure. Of that sort, you would definitely pick on me in high school. You were just, okay, you were a different <laughs> person in high school. And that is one of the many reasons why I wanted to have you sure. on the podcast. Because I truly think that as a male, you are so tapped in and tuned in to what your soul's purpose and truth is. And I don't think you were living that out in high school, for sure. Because like I mentioned, you were... You were a different person in high school. Not the best type of person, I will say. So Yeah. Yeah. I could have been I could have been a lot better. But uh <laughs> grace and forgiveness, right? <laughs> grace and forgiveness and discernment for sure. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. get into all of that on this podcast episode. So I first just want the people to get to know you. Give us a little about me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I'd say uh, I'm an artist, entrepreneur, uh, former athlete, used to play professional baseball, college baseball. So that would just be like a really concise way to introduce myself, I'd say. Well, okay. How old are you? Where are you living? And what are you doing right now? What is your occupation? Is mm-hmm. there a side hustle? What are the passions in your life right now that are lighting you up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 29 years old. I live in Los Angeles, um, currently working in sales and then I'm also an artist. So my sales career ultimately finances the the art. Mm. So you're in the corporate world. Is that correct? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. So your day job is in the corporate world, but you've got a lot of things going on on the side, you're an entrepreneur, you're an artist. So mm-hmm. let's get into that. How do you balance this, you know, more typical nine to five job because you're in sales, which is a very demanding yeah. job, and keeping up with pouring mm-hmm. into the things that light you up. Yeah. I would say just managing my time really, really well, you know, scheduling things, um, have to, with music, I have to schedule a lot of studio sessions with, with someone else, like an engineer, there nowadays because that way it's like if i schedule six hours and it's paid and it's you know after work or on the weekend or whatever it is it's going to get done and you know somebody's going to be there to hold me accountable and not only that it's like i'm so i'm doing so many things that i need need somebody to be there to kind of like catch things that i miss so if i'm recording and we're doing a lot of like freestyling or improv there's things that i don't even think about and he's like wait you just did something and he grabs it and he puts it in place so for me it's like managing my time um, just always trying to figure out like, what's the highest priority at the moment for myself first and foremost is my health and like how I'm feeling and, and what I'm bringing to the table from like an energy perspective. And then second is like, what needs to get done for work or for music or, or whatever. Right. And then that's, that's kind of how I discern what needs to be done. Yeah. So Pierce and I met for coffee when was this maybe like a month and a half ish ago I hadn't seen you and I remember how long was it high school like it was a long ass time I think so yeah I think so it had been a minute yeah it's been a while and something that really impressed me and stood out to me 
was that you are in the nine to five, you're working a quote unquote Mm -hmm. normal job to support yourself, but you're still giving this extra time and energy to all of, you know, your passions and projects. So I think it's a great topic to touch upon because there's people in different categories. There are people who are solely in the nine to five, they're shutting out their passions and their joy and they feel like they Mm. have no energy to give to that. And then there's other people like me who kind of just fucking went full force. And it's like, I have to give my all to my passions and my mm-hmm. purpose, but you're doing both of them. So yeah. How, I mean, I know that you just mentioned managing your time, but have you thought, you know, have you ever thought I'm going to just go full in all my music or you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, do yeah, that? yeah. Oh, no, de- definitely. I mean, I, I would love to make that jump when the time's right, I, I definitely will. But I, I try not to get too caught up too. And like, you know, even in artistry, right? Like in living in LA or if you live in New York, like it, it's a lot of vanity and it's a lot of this and that. And it kind of gets confused. It gets confusing for a lot of people because they, they start shifting their integrity. And really the point I'm trying to make is like, you could be a successful business person. You could be a successful artist. You can be a successful baseball player, whatever it is. But like, at my core, I'm like, I just want to be happy. And and so for me, it's like, I have to have my alignment. I have to do my art stuff, but there's, I've also like found a way to like check it and put it into a box or not, not necessarily a box, but like compartmentalize it and be like, that's what this is for to serve like my highest good. So I'm over here doing my thing because I feel like my art is going to be a way for me to like speak to people right i can't always talk to people maybe i can speak to them through my music um and ultimately it'll be like the way i leave my mark on the world is like through my art and and also how i treat people every day that's like been more and more important to me like as i've gone forward so yeah that is a very very impressive skill to be able to compartmentalize and create those boundaries because i feel yeah single day because I'm supporting myself in this business. And I think that's honest and raw that you can sit here and say, you know, I need to support myself and that's what my job does for me, but I also need to have my outlet and that's my music. And that's being an artist. Yeah. It's, it it feeds my soul. Um, it's, you know, it's therapeutic. It's, it's so many things, cathartic. It's, it's so many things. And I feel like a lot of people, the the thing that I see with most people is they want to try so many things and they get caught up in trying to find the perfect idea of like what they need to try. And I'm like, I just tried the first thing in front of me. And I was like, oh, I tried that. I don't like it that much. Or it's like, okay. And then I moved on. And then finally I got to music. I did acting. I did modeling. I did uh, a lot a lot of stuff, writing and, and all these things, coaching. And, and it finally, for me, it was like, oh my God, this music thing is, is what I love to do. So I would say like a lot of people where they get stuck is they're just, they're trying, it's like perfectionism. They, they want, they want the first thing that they try to be their passion, but it's like, sometimes it's going to be the 10 thing you try and it just gets you to the next thing. So. Totally. Yeah. You, you have to go out and try things. And that is why people are so scared to move in any type of direction, because just like you said, they want to try the first thing and have it stick and have it be a success and it give them fulfillment. Yeah. The most times it's the 52nd thing that's going to, you know, spark some joy in you, but you have to put yourself out there and explore and try. So, 
So everything that you just mentioned, yeah. acting, yeah, fear for sure, acting, modeling, now doing music, mm-hmm. that seems very, you know, artistry type, artistry driven, but you have a background in baseball. So how did you make that pivot? I don't know. I feel like music always moved me. Um, my grandfather was a musician, so I grew up watching my grandfather perform all the time, pretty much pretty much every weekend he was performing music. So I, it was more on an unconscious level. Like now that I think back at it, I, I didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, he's just, he's just playing music. Uh, but music always motivated me. I feel like I was always able to like have vision with music. I would listen to the song and I could see myself being a better baseball player. I could envision myself being the person that I, I know I can be um, from a potential perspective. So I think that once I, I always knew I wanted to get into music. I just didn't know how. And so I just dove in and, and kind of worked out just, just randomly. Somebody came over, uh, was living below me and uh, he offered to do some music stuff, you know, do a session with me. And I did one with him. And then he saw how passionate I was. He gave me the microphone and I, you know, I just kept moving forward. And I think that's, that's something that I always try to do is just, just keep moving forward. You know, I don't have all the answers, but I'm just going to keep moving forward and, now I'm here with, with my music and, you know, there'll be, there's a lot of, a lot of room to grow, but, um, yeah, you got to start. You have to start. And I love what you just said about moving forward. You have to keep on moving forward. And so many people are caught in this like perfectionism spiral, but you have to continue mm. forward and that's going to pivot and lead you to exactly where you need to go. Okay, but I want to backtrack a little bit. So, like, what do you mean this guy, you just came across this guy and he gave you a shot? Like, what year was this? What was happening in your life? Yeah. Were you happy? Was there, like, an awakening? Like, let's get into the details of how this all kind of conspired. Yeah, it was just, uh, I was in Long Beach and I was in this, like, shitty apartment. I really didn't like it. And uh, I was like, why am I here? Kind of thing. Like I need, I was like thinking every day, like, I don't even want to be here. I want to get out of here as quickly as I can. Um, and I was trying to move closer to LA where I was working in LA at the time. I'm like, God, I need to get out of here. And sure enough, there was like one dude who just, he was super chill and he was, he was kind of smoking sometimes. And we, we would chat for a little bit. And then next thing you know, he's like, Oh, you want to come over and smoke and, and chill and like, you know, drink tea and stuff. And we would just have these, these conversations, um, that were, you know, very thought provoking and just, just kind of like great conversation. So I kept going back and then we, we got into freestyling, which I did a lot when I was in high school and stuff. And then, yeah, ultimately he, he was like, Oh, we should just start recording music. And yeah, he just became a really, really good friend. And and, and that's, that's kind of how it started. And past that, I, I started doing it around other friends and they, they encouraged me and they're like, Oh, you should, you know, you should do it. And, and I, I don't know, just got obsessed with it. Hmm. And what year was this? That was, when was that? That was probably 2018. 2018. It's been five years. Wow. Five years. Yeah. Wow. And I made music for like a year and a half before I ever released the song. I didn't like make a song. It was like, everybody needs to hear my music. I was like, no, I need to, I, I need to work at this and make sure that it's, you know, good enough and and now i look back i'm like i probably could have got a little bit better but (laughs) but you're practicing what you're preaching and you just had to get started had to do something so where did you like muster up this confidence to put out your first song i remember when you released it i don't even remember what song it was being like pierce romero raps like what is going on right now (laughs) 
I would have never in a million years thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I read this book called The Artist's Way, and that that really got me moving. Um, and it really gave me a guide, just kind of like a guidebook or a guidelines on how to remain unstuck and you know working through the channel and letting things channel through me and and things to avoid. And it was like I don't know. There's a there's a book in baseball that I read. It's called like the mental ABCs of baseball or, or something like that, or the mental game of baseball. And that's like the Bible for baseball. It gives you all of these things, uh, mental tactics, I guess, you know, to avoid and, and, and how to think about the game and s- simplify it. And like the artist way for me is the same book. I just always go back. I've probably read it 10 or 15 times and I always go back to it and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm stuck in perfectionism. Oh my God, I'm stuck in this. Oh, I need to take a risk. So it just, it really is like my compass and, and my Bible from, from an art perspective, it's what I fall back on. And that was what gave me the courage to go just do it. That's so funny that you bring up this book because I literally was talking to a friend on Monday night and she brought up the artist's way and yeah. I purchased this book, but I am constantly mm-hmm. like I'm being pulled in 15 million directions of, of this book and that book and this mentor. But now you bring yeah. it too. And I know that it's like, what is it? A 12 week program that they kind of put you through. Is that correct? Yeah, it's 12 weeks. Yeah, it's 12 weeks. And one of the things you have to do every day is write for for three, mm-hmm. three pages freehand. But it gets it gets addicting and you end up writing even more. And sometimes in the morning, sometimes I write in the morning, sometimes I write in the night as well. So it's a really good way to, I don't know, for me, it just helps me like build out intention every day I write in the morning, like what I want to get done, and how I want to show up and, and all these things. So mm. super helpful. And then a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it is like breaking down, like I would say the core principle of the book is that you were created, therefore you're creative and that you're creative, like your creativity comes from your inner child. So it's like a lot of times it's like healing your inner child that was, that was told that maybe you weren't good enough or, um, whatever it may be that that's blocking your trauma so that you're afraid to like really stand up and be yourself because you might've been told that you, you can't. Or you shouldn't be that way. Damn, you got this all from a book. I love this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm feeling very inspired to go get this book now because, as I mentioned, oh before, yeah, new level. You'll touch a new level for sure. Yeah, like this is a di- like you are a whole ass new ass person from high school. So like, wh- okay, getting into this book. You are very spiritually Mm -hmm. tapped in and connected to yourself. Mm -hmm. You have like an awakening. I think when I, when I started reading the artist way, that was, that was what got like opened me up a little bit and, and let me kind of break down some of the the barriers that I had on myself. Um, Just being, being really rigid and what I thought, I don't know. it, It just really like redefined the whole way I saw everything. Um, but, but also like people, people around me too, you know, like leaning on people around me and, and as you grow and, and evolve and see other people, like how I want to, who I want to be like and, and what I don't want to be like. And the artist way opened me up and then get, getting into meditation. I was dealing with a lot of stress when I was playing baseball. I just had like so much pressure on me that I was putting on myself and it was just like impossible to live up to. And I had exceeded my expectations. And then it, it was a it was a real struggle for me, and I felt like I found meditation, and and that was something that just really 
shifted me. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a cul- it's been a culmination of things, but it's probably been, I don't know, what was that? Like 2016 was probably like when it all started for me when I was like, you know, I had I'd been drafted. That was my dream. And I was in the minor leagues and I was like, fuck, I'm still not happy. You know, like, what do I, like, what, what else is that? That was really when I was like, what do I need to do? You know? So like, there's gotta be more, there's gotta be more to life. So that's, that's when I got into like spirituality, connecting to God connecting to my heart, you know, all, all these things. So. Okay. So you read the artist's way, you started to get into meditation. What did that look like for you? Did you just like hop right into freaking Joe Dispenza? Were you doing Kundalini? Were you just like, I'm just going to sit down and let myself kind of visualize? What did that process look like for you? Yeah, there was a Headspace was the app I used to use. That That's what I started with. And then that just opened up the gate, right? I mean, you go on YouTube, and you, you type in meditate, letting go meditation was was one that I did a lot. And then there was a, a studio in L.A., called the den meditation i used to spend a lot of time there and i just got addicted to it because it it really made me feel what it made me feel a lot better it gave me perspective and it felt like you know if my problems were like right on top of me once i was meditating it was like now i had a distance to see them and i could be like oh my god like that's not serving me or whatever it is right whereas like when things get hard as we all know and we get emotional it's like it's like right in front of you and you, you can't shake it and so yeah, meditation really gave me a lot of perspective. And it helps that you were living in a city where you had access to these tools and resources. I feel the exact same way. Yeah, it wasn't taboo. Yeah. Yeah, because in Fremont, California, where we're from, I mean, I don't even know if there's anywhere where you can go. Maybe now, because it's 2023. Mm-hmm. At the top of my head, you would have to at least go to what, like San Francisco or something. Let's go back to music, business, where you're at in your life right now. What does the rest of the year look like for you? Yeah, so what are we in September? Um, so the rest of this year, I have like four or five songs coming out the rest of this year. So I'm finishing up some videos, um, working on like my debut album, which which is probably coming out in 2024, but um it, it'll definitely come out in 2024 it, it's just depending on whether it's going to be an ep or an album um and then yeah just continuing to build my business and and really putting more money into the music because it's it's one of those things where you know it's it's definitely organically growing but you also need to get the music in front of the right people um and the right audience and, and that tends to take a little bit of a little bit of uh strategic marketing yeah for sure. So priorities yeah. in life, if I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm getting this right, are just like supporting yourself, sales, your job, mm-hmm. your your, yeah, yeah. your passion, which is music and being an artist. And I don't know, self-exploration, self-awareness, self-understanding, spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I feel like first and foremost is just like how I'm showing up, you know, and how, how, how I'm growing. I, I'm trying not to get caught up too much in, in metrics and, you know, to this number of sales and, and this number of streams and, and this type of thing, because it's, it's never ending. So mm-hmm. for me, it's just like, I'm falling in love with the process and focusing on how I can grow more and more. 
Um, and yeah, I'm like, you know, ultimately just how I show up for other people and, and being a leader, I feel like, you know, you, you said it, it's like in high school, it was like, I was definitely being a follower. Um, I was leading people, not <laughs> the right direction. Um, yeah. you know, not, 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 not with everything I was doing, but with, with certain things. Right. And yeah. so, yeah, for, for me, it's like, how do I, how do I like be the change I want to see? How do I lead people? How do I inspire people? How do I just keep moving forward? So that's, that's been, mm-hmm. that's my focus. So as a male, especially, how do you stay so connected to your North Star, to your emotions, to your sense of self-awareness? Are there practices that you implement on a daily basis? Like, are you still um, implementing the writing every day and the meditation? Are you adding in breath work? Like, what are mm-hmm. the grounding principles that you're integrating? In your yeah, life? yeah. Yeah. First thing I do is meditate. Then uh, I typically drink some coffee, go to go to a park, uh, write journal over there, like in the car. And then I go for a walk. I try to, you know, leave my phone behind for 15, 20 minutes, get some fresh air, breathe. Um, and then I'll usually go to the gym. So that's kind of like ru- basic routine, mix in breath work some days too, if I need it. It, it just depends like how heavy the, the previous day was. Like if it was really heavy, I might need more time and I might need to like do breath work and go for a longer walk or go for a run and, and really take more time before I get going. Like before I step into the world and just, just show up. Right. Like I don't want to just show up. Like I don't want to like walk in the door all discombobulated. I want to like, every time I step in somewhere, I'm trying to like bring my best and bring my best energy. Are them, are the men in your life that are important to you, your dad, your brother, your friends, are they on the same wave? Or not? You know, it's fun. It's funny. It's funny you ask that. Not everybody's on the same wave, but we're all going in the same direction. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I've I've kind of found that that it's a slippery slope for me. It's like, oh, they don't. You know, somebody might not have like they might not agree with everything that I'm doing, and that's okay. And I might not agree with everything that they're doing, but like I'm finding the things that I know that are good and true that they're doing, and I'm like, I'm on board for that. So right, like a lot of people. I don't know. They, they might not have big goals and that's okay. So doesn't mean they're not on the same wave as me, but I've, I've definitely found this, this balance of like, like people are really good. So I'm just trying to find the good in people. Um, because I feel like the perfectionism in me previously would be like, Oh, like they're not on my wave anymore. I can't, I can't like, I can't rock with them or whatever it is. And that's true sometimes, right? Like the, the immediate circle you have needs to be like bulletproof, but, um, Yeah long long yeah i love it though do you feel very supported by your people like what's there i know that you and i totally agree with this everyone is you know hopefully the people that you're surrounding yourself with are moving in the same direction even if they are doing different things yeah. you know are the people in your sure. life that they because i know that we've talked about this you know you're not going out a lot and doing like drugs or partying or like dating like are there people in your life mm-hmm. that are doing that? Like how, you know, and do you feel supported by those people? Yeah, yeah you know, there, there's there's people in my life that are doing their thing. And it's it's just a matter of like what we're doing together, right? Like I might, I might work with people who have different, you know, they spend their weekends doing different things than me and, and they have different priorities. So it's just, it just depends on like what it is we're doing, right? Like for sure, like the spiritual stuff, the the 
self development, all these things. Like, yeah, like I have a certain group of people for that, but there's also a group of people that I work with who do, who do other things. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting, but yeah, I definitely try to try to stay away. Right. Like it's hard if you, if you, if you don't drink, you shouldn't hang out at a bar all the time, but you know, you might go to a bar once in a while to hang out with your friends, but not, not a good idea to be there all the time. That kind of deal. So, yeah. you know, loving people from a distance and boundaries and all these things. I was just going to say, it seems like you have an incredible grasp on your boundaries and what you mentioned before compartmentalizing, like you seem to have have, you seem to have that down pat, which is incredibly commendable because that shit is hard. Thank you. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's super hard. It's super hard for sure. That's the hardest. That's one of the hardest things like growing up, but I feel like. I had to do that early on to be successful with baseball and stuff. I had to, I had to like, there was people that I couldn't hang out with as much because I was busy doing my thing and I was doing, you know, trying to, trying to make that happen. So I needed to be around people who were moving in that direction. Otherwise it was going to pull me back. hundred percent. Well, I love it all. I totally support you and I love what you're doing. So appreciate where- you. Yeah. Where can people find you? Plant on Earth. I'm here. I'm here on planet You're Earth. On Earth. Um, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, shoot, on Instagram, Pierce J Romero. Uh, TikTok, same thing. Spotify, Apple Music, all of it. It's just Pierce J Romero. So tap in. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the Joyride podcast. This was such an expansive conversation. And let's keep the support going for sure. Yeah. Let's keep doing it. Come on. Amazing. I love these conversations. Yeah. They're the best. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning in and have a great rest of your week. And I will see you in the next episode.